everyone. Hello. Happy podcasting. Yes, day. Happy podcasting day. You always have to say day after you say happy. I can't just say happy podcasting. No, day. Hmm. Like happy birthday. You can't just say happy birth. You can say happy birth. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> anyway, this is our 24th episode. Oh, this is the Jack Bauer Power Hour. Get ready. Exactly. She didn't say he was going to say that last week. Yes, so. I forgot about it until right now, until you said 24. Okay. <laughs> um, Tick-tock, tick-tock. We might be podcasting during a hailstorm. Hailstorm. Hailstorm in the summertime. I think there's very something very poetic about that. Hmm. We'll have to write a song about it. All right, I'm in. <laughs> his his face just lit, lit up, up when he said that. Um, all right, so we saw some movies. Well, Michael saw a movie, and I saw a movie maybe a week ago that I want to talk about. And I guess that's, that's pretty much it. We yeah. can get we can get to it, right? Right. Okay. Let's do it. You can start off. So I watched uh, the Captain America. Um, yeah, starring Chris Evans and Haley Atwell. Uh, this is obviously the, the uh, comic book story of um, Captain America, who is uh, was a scrawny little person, scrawny little man, uh, and who was in love with wanted to be wanted to be in the army, but because he was so small, he got the label of 4F, which back when in World War II times that just meant that you were um, you had tried four times and they were denying you they did denied you to be able to be drafted into the war all four times, so you get 4F on your on your papers, and you can't, um, you can't get into the army, basically. So, yeah, so he tries to get into the army, and then finally, like, you know, he meets this one doctor, Stanley Tucci, um, and Stanley Tucci gives him an opportunity for, you know, this experimental trial where they're gonna, like, test out all these guys to see if anyone has the, uh, ability to go through this, uh, process of becoming Captain America. The... The ideally wanted to just try it on one person and then expand it to do it to everybody, but what happens is some evil doer blows up the lab after Chris Evans makes the transformation into Captain America. So anyway, the movie goes on, and there's really no use for Captain America because all the people that ran the trial are now dead. So some senator snaps him up and brings him out to to tour his his uh, his product, um, which is. Um, can't even remember. He sells some sort of product, and he's just goes on stage as Captain America, and he's got all these like hot women behind him, and so he gains a lot of popularity and a lot of buzz, and everybody knows who he is. So finally, something happens where he goes over to overseas to entertain for the troops over there. They boo him off the stage and throw apples at him, which <laughs> was awesome. Um, and he apples that could hurt. Yeah, it really looks like it hurt, but he had a shield. That's so good. He good. was good. Good thing he has a shield. But he ha- finds out about you know a friend of his that is trapped in uh, you know in enemy territory and decides to you know go on a on a uh, what do you call it just a, a journey <laughs> he, he goes into enemy ter- enemy territory to, to save him and so uh, yeah the movie keeps going on from there a lot of stuff happens there's an evil guy uh, who's the evil guy from the Matrix he did a really good job. <laughs> And um, they face off, and I, I don't want to spoil too much of this movie, um, and I, I really could. I'll just say that I did not see this movie in 3D. This movie was filmed for 3D, so I don't, I can't speak to the 3D. You were really excited to see this in 3D. Well, what happened was my brother Joe begged me to go see it in 2D, and I was like, sure, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna turn that request down because I have such a problem with 3D anyway. <laughs> 
But this movie was enjoyable. It had a lot of corny lines. And I've said this about all the comic book movies. They always have corny lines. And that's because you have a comic book that's 20 pages long. There's maybe six paragraphs of dialogue in a whole comic book, if that. Now you have to make a two-and-a-half-hour movie off of, like, 400 comic books. You know, it's it's a lot of condensing, and there's a lot of corny lines. And it works in a comic book setting, you know, because it's it's iconic. But in a movie, it doesn't work as well. So a lot of the dialogue was pretty crappy. But the acting was really, really good in this movie. And the special effects, special effects were good. I wish there would have been more fighting. There wasn't a lot of, like, hand-to-hand combat, you know. I mean, it is a war, so it kind of makes sense. But Captain America was kind of this, you know, he gets in a lot of brawls, like, throughout the whole film, and he's always constantly fighting. But you don't see it, really. It's just like, oh, oh, he's over there fighting, and then they flash to something else. There's a lot of montages. There was, like, six to seven montages throughout this movie, which kind of bothered me. Um, the pace could have been a little bit better. It was a pretty long movie. But overall, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought they did a good job. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just curious. I didn't see the movie, and I am not really up to my Captain America knowledge. Why did he want to join the army so badly? He just thought it was the duty, you know, every man should be making to his country. He just had a passion for it. So there was a villain in this film? Because this is a superhero, like, comic book. Yes, yes. The Red Skull is the the villain in this story. And this is all in the midst of... A war going on? Yes. And what happens is the Red Skull works for the Nazis. Mm-hmm. And he develops this power um, using what um, I think later becomes the power that Iron Man is created from. Mm-hmm. The, that uh, creates his heart or whatever. Okay. So whatever that power is, it's some like ancient, you know, it was a tale, but the Red Skull fig- finds it, actually locates it, and knows it's a real thing. So that, like, it's unlimited energy, essentially, is what it is. And so he takes that unlimited energy and creates these massive weapons that just vaporize people. Just, like, you shoot them and they just turn into vapors. Hmm. It's a pretty cool weapon. Yeah. Sorry, what was your question? Which is, like, what the villain villain. was. Yeah. Yeah. So he works for the Nazis, and, yeah, that's basically what it is. So that's why, you know, Chris Evans fights him. Does Captain America actually have any powers? Yeah, I mean, he's got, like, super strength. He can run really fast. He's very... He can regenerate. He can't get drunk, which is one of the things they talk about in the movie. That's interesting. Because he just heals so fast that... So he's like a Wolverine in that aspect? I guess so, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean, he doesn't have it. Also, for, like, whatever reason that's, you know, not even talked about, whenever he throws his shield, it magically comes back to him. Why? We have no idea. And Captain America, he's uh, he's a part of the Avengers, no? Or yes? Yes, he is. He is part of the Avengers. So, which after the film, if you uh, there's a, a preview for the Avengers movie. So anyone out there who hasn't seen it yet, wait around till after the credits. Interesting. So, I'm just curious as to how if this is taking place in what the 60s? Yeah. Uh, no, earlier the 40s. Oh, the 40s. How does he catch up and joins the Avengers with everyone else? Well, does that, you know, is that explained in the movie? It is explained in the movie, and I don't want to give that away, but it's pretty cool. I, I didn't know that aspect of it, and I honestly hadn't thought about it until, like, I realized, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it becomes pretty clear that, like, he's kind of invincible, Captain mm-hmm. America. So you get the impression that he'd live forever. Okay. But that, I'm not giving anything away when I say that. Okay. Trust me. Cool, cool. Yeah. And you saw it in 2D? Yes. Are you surprised by how much money this movie made? Um, how it was it, number one. Yeah, it beat, it beat out, out Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. I was surprised that it beat Harry Potter. I'm not too surprised about the money because, but it was also less money than all the other comic books. 
opening well, weekend, I mean, we right? Had a, yeah, we had a discussion whether or not we think Captain America is going to be number one. And for it pulling in $65 million this first weekend, it's pretty, pretty good. You know, you know, it, I think it was a little bit better than I expected. Um, but yeah, we'll see if it has the staying power to knock out Thor or not. Yeah. I think the reason this movie did so well is that everyone can kind of identify with this kind of a superhero. It's a regular man who became super, so it's kind of like something that is more appealing to a, a, a crowd of just general Americans. You know? Right, don't right. Mean, don't need to use the pun with that, but you know, <laughs> that, those are the people. Those are the people we're talking about. We're not talking about foreign box that's, offices. That, so. That's mostly like uh, how they roll with the Marvels, right? Yeah, for the most part, it the is. Part. It is. It is how, how the Marvel universe works. Cool, cool. Well, um, I, now that you said that the uh, the Avengers trailer or teaser was in front of it, I kind of want to want to check that out. On yeah, it was a weird trailer there. because not all the people from the Avengers were in it. So I don't know why they did that. It was a trailer that was like part cut together of shots of every action oh, hero really? from their movie. Okay. And then there was short, very short little snippets of scenes they must have filmed already. Like, I mean, this is like got to be really, really early on. But, uh, yeah, it was a pretty shitty trailer, honestly. <laughs> like, just, just production value-wise, not content-wise. Right. Content-wise, it was cool. But, yeah, production value, I just was like, oh, well, I could have done, done that on my home computer. In fact, I have done that on my home computer. <laughs> very, very interesting, Michael. Yeah, so I'd rate this movie uh, 60, 60, for everybody keeping track of it. And I can remember that and not write it down. No problem. Well, I'll remind you if you have questions later. I'm always going to, because whenever I'm editing, I'm just like, what do you put, what do you give it? And I have to... Let's find the spot where you rate it, and then I get frustrated. Well, we're rating it at 9 minutes and 47 seconds. I'm Although you won't know that <laughs> until you listen to it, so that was a really dumb thing to say. Wow. <laughs> that was awesome. Okay, cool. Captain America, so... Oh, yeah, also, Tommy Lee Jones is in the film. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about he awesome? That. He's very comical in the film. Oh, he's like the comic relief? Yeah. So you give it a 60, huh? Yes. So X-Men is still your favorite comic book film of the summer? So far, yes. Cool. What about you, Rob? What have you been watching? I did not watch any movie this week. No. I I couldn't make it out to the theaters. I really still want to watch a crap load of movies that are out right now, including Captain America. But, I don't know, maybe I'll I'll get my way to it this weekend. But uh, a week ago, a week or so ago, I watched... A movie called Dog Day Afternoon. Have you seen this one, Michael? I have not. It's a Sidney Lumet film. Ah, he's one of my favorites. Starring Al Pacino. And it was awesome. It was really good. It uh, it takes place... I forget when. <laughs> I think in the 70s, right? 70s. Probably recent around there. Yeah, it's... Maybe, uh, maybe the 80s. True. Somewhere in that range. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's, uh, it's a true true telling of what happened in Brooklyn. And, uh... And, uh you have Al Pacino, he plays Sonny, and he pretty much decides to rob a bank with two of his friends. And, uh, like most, you know, bank robberies and hostage movies, you know, kind of the plan goes awry, and he's pretty much, th- the movie goes in and out between the police investigation and Sonny and his friend Sal, and what they're trying to do inside the bank and trying to find a way to, to get free and what, with all the money. So it was a very, that, that's essentially the plot. It's a very complex film, though, and I think that's what is so brilliant about it—that it takes such a such a very small plot line and makes it, you know, such rich, so so rich with character and and you know character development and the dialogue was exceptional. The screenplay is just awesome, and 
Uh, yeah, it was very suspenseful, but even for a movie where there's a lot of gun pointing and a lot of yelling and cursing, it was very funny. And I kind of liked that a lot because, I mean, wh whether it's like a drama or a thriller or an action movie, just throw some comedy in it and I'm liking it a little bit better. So as aside from like all like the seriousness that was going on in the film, there was a lot of, uh, you know, comedy aspects to it. So that was very good. It, it, just like, uh, for example, right in the start of the movie, this isn't a spoiler, but right in like the first five minutes when they're, when they're going in to rob the bank, one of the guys decides to back out. He's just like, I can't do this. He goes, are you serious? <laughs> He's like, I just can't do this. He's like, all right, fine, give me the keys to the car. He's like, how am I going to get home then? <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's, just, it's so funny. But yeah, Al, P Al Pacino gives an extraordinary performance. Um, there's a there there is something that happens towards the middle you know the middle of the second act early third act of the film that really did surprise me I wouldn't say it's a twist because it's not really essential to the uh, the storyline but it's essential to how you kind of perceive the characters in the film and it, it really did like after this revelation occurred on screen I was just like wow okay I gotta, I have to kind of go back throughout the entire film and just be like. If I would have known that right from the get-go, maybe I would have thought about this and everything that was happening a little bit differently. And it's, it's a it's a really awesome film because it deals with characters, the police, and these bank robbers. And there's really no bad guys here. I'm sure they can be easily labeled as the bad guys, the bank robbers. But you find out their motivations, and then you really get to learn why everything everyone's doing this for a reason. And even the uh, the hostages, you know, you get to you get to learn them a little bit better. It's kind of like I mean, it's easy to say that uh, John Q stole a lot of things from this film mm. because how like the hostages and even like the, the media w were was affecting the hostage situation, how they kind of became friends with the, the guy that was keeping them hostage and such. So it was a really really interesting film, really good, very well made, and yeah, I, I enjoyed every minute of it. And I I want to say yeah, I, I think everyone would like this film. Now was this film in black and white? Oh, wow, that's a good question. <laughs> For some reason, I can't remember. I don't. I don't. I, I don't I, the reason I ask is just, I just the the cover to this movie it's, is kind of black and white. Yeah, but it, the movie is not no. black and white. Uh, I remember this cover kind of always sticking out in my mind as being like, for a long time at least, the movie that Al Pacino was known for. Mm -hmm. Now I happen to have read Sidney Lumet's book uh, Making Movies, oh, yeah, and right, he right. talks about this movie as his personal. Like favorite acting performance, really? like that he's directed. Wow. He, he said, you know, he he thought Al Pacino just like, you know, they, he just understood the character from day one. As they were going on, they grew and they reshot a couple scenes because they they had talked about the character and stuff like that. And I guess there's like a monologue that Al Pacino has in the film at some point. I I don't expect you to remember specifically, there's but a few, yeah. <laughs> but um, and he talks about how like. They did that in one take, the first take, and then that was it. And like both Sydney and, and and Al, like later on when they watched it in rushes, were just like, "Holy shit, that's perfect!" You know, <laughs> like 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 we can't, like we knew you got it when you did it, but like sometimes you know because they shoot with film and 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 back then it's like, it's not always predictable that the film's gonna come out right. 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 Um. So the, they would like a lot of times they would do redo things over again so to have a backup, but they just thought that was so perfect. They didn't want to mess with it at all and reshoot it, and then like even had the consideration, <laughs> which is kind of dangerous because then 
they would have had to reset up the scene. Now, I don't know which monologue I mean, it I, is. I think I, I have an idea which one it is, but I'm not sure yeah. if it is that one. So I just thought that was, like, really cool to have, like, read about the making of it. And I really want to see this movie, and I've been meaning to. I just haven't gotten around to it. Definitely. Um, you'll, you'll definitely enjoy it. Now, like, this, this it, like you said, is a true telling, right? Mm-hmm. So... Does that make you? Did you do any like research or anything? Look into like the I didn't actual know like, background. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea how it was gonna end. Yeah, even though it was a true story. Yeah, but uh, I mean, after I watched the uh, the film, I definitely went on the Wikipedia. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, all right, what's happening right now yeah. to everyone that was in the movie? So yeah, that was interesting. Now I don't know if this is really a true statement, but because I haven't seen the film, but I get the impression just from hearing you and and the things I know about the film, they don't really make movies like this anymore, do they? Um. What do you mean by that? Well, I don't know. I, I just get the feeling like the, the scope, uh, you know, just, just the quality, the way the movie's filmed and stuff like that. I just feel like, you know, Hollywood has lost a lot of the art of films like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I'm kind of like making a very general statement because I haven't seen the film. Mm-hmm. But just my impression of it. It's, uh... I mean, it's, 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 it's definitely a rare film because of how how fluent everything was just going and I'm not too familiar with all these you know director's shots as you are but just as the, the flow of the film and the acting was top notch it was just one of your you know the best movies of that year of that decade and yeah it was uh, it had a lot of heart it had, it had a lot of emotions and I would I would say I mean I've seen a handful of Al Pacino films and I would say it's easily one of his best mm. probably top three I would yeah. say and I'm not sure if he won the Oscar or not. I don't think he did, but I'm pretty sure the movie was nominated for Best Picture. And yeah, but uh, unfortunately, I'm not really familiar with Sidney Lumet films, so I can't yeah. even say if, it, if well, like I, I saw his style in it or not. I'm not sure. Um, like I, the most famous film he's directed is Twelve Angry Men. Right, right. Like that's that's the one he's known for, yeah. which is ridiculous. And like the last film he did, I think, was Before, Before the, the Devil Knows yeah. You're Dead. Uh, so it's just cool. I, I really like him as a director. Like after reading his book and, and like hearing him explain a lot of things he's a really really intelligent man and someone who's been copied a million times definitely and he's one of those guys that you didn't necessarily know who they were type of guys because all the films they were making were not like the height of popularity mm-hmm. like Dog Day Afternoon I don't think it was a movie that was really like well respected per se like even if it was nominated for an Oscar I don't think it was a movie that was like really looked up to and for a few years later He's just, he's just, it seems like from the, from the films that we, uh, I have seen from LeMay, it's just that his, uh, his eye or understanding for the characters and yeah. his development of the characters throughout the entire yeah. film is remarkable. Like, yeah, yeah. like you said, 12 Angry Men, and even the, Before the Devil, and I think he did Network and those type of films, mm-hmm. and especially yeah. Dog Day Afternoon. Like, just the way everything slowly progresses. You, you don't really, you don't, you don't get bored because you're just being more and more invested in these right. characters. And essentially, like his movies are very character based. They're not right. They're not right. necessarily plot driven. They're character driven. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Those are awesome movies. So. Yeah, yeah. Yes, Sydney, thumbs up. Um, so I mean, it's it a, it a great film. I have to give it something high. I'm not sure. I'm gonna probably give it an 88. Holy cannoli! Yeah, is that really the highest rating you've given? No, no I gave the Tree of Life still better than it. Well, I mean, I mean, this is like a. I'll put it in the classics area. Okay. So like. Yeah, I would say Tree of Life. Well, I don't know. I have to see Tree of Life again. Interesting. Interesting well, I, I, enough. I want to see Tree of Life again more than I want to see this movie again. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. 
Alright, kudos. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. I'm going to pull you in close, going to wrap you up tight, going to play with the braids that you came here with tonight. I'm going to hold your face and toast the snow that fell, because friends don't waste wine when there's words to say. Welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back, folks. Don't call them that. Folks. That's a dirty word. Don't use the F word on them. I'm sorry. People. Yeah, my peeps. We have a main topic for y'all main today. Main topic. We're going to be talking about not one, but two, but 3D. <laughs> yeah, I know I said that. We're talking about 3D and two very, very legendary directors that have decided that to... That rhymed. Very, very legendary. <laughs> we'll put that in the Tune. song. Yeah. Uh, two legendary directors have decided to jump onto the 3D train. Who are these two directors? My Martin mom? Scorsese and that is one of Steven them. Spielberg. That is the second one. They are awesome. We like them a lot. Oh, yeah. But do we approve of their 3D films coming out? No. <laughs> well, that's my goal. I kind of... I don't know. I'm still on the fence. No. Main we'll topic <laughs> over. <laughs> and we'll be back with them. Um... Alright, but so, uh, yeah, so Spielberg yeah. is doing, uh, Tintin. Tintin, or The Adventure of Tintin, and Scorsese's doing Hugo, or, yeah, Hugo Cabaret. It was called Hugo Cabaret, now it's called Hugo. Or like the book is Hugo yeah, Cabaret. Yeah, something. It's, it's, just it's, to keep it. The title may change yet again, the movie's not coming out for a while. Alright, and those are just pretty much the, the names of the lead characters in yes. the movie. Yes, which is kind of ironic, but, or coincidental. Coincidental. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, let's discuss. The trailers are out. We just watched them before we started recording this podcast. That and we did. Yes, I guess that we can talk about Tin Tin first. Spielberg doing Tin Tin. Yeah, so it's Tintin, kind of like a uh, action it, adventure. But it's well, we should say it's animated. Right. Okay. It Tin is Tin Tin is like fully animated, um, in the style of like you said, Polar Express. Polar, like Polar, Polar Express. Express style. Like that. that or the Nightmare Before Christmas, if you saw that movie. It's very like. I'm not. I'm sorry. Not the Nightmare. Not Nightmare. <laughs> the Christmas Carol. What was the one that um, Robert Zemeckis did recently? Yeah, Christmas, Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm horrible with this. I don't. I didn't see it. I don't want to see it. It's just Jim Carrey for two hours. It's basically the very lifelike animation that kind of gives me the creeps at night yeah. when I think about it. I don't want to think about it because yeah. it's really creepy. <laughs> I feel like the eyes are bugging out a little bit, and they're way too lifelike to be animation. I like my animated. I like in cartoons, like that, like I'm silly. I, I like don't them. understand what the draw is with this animation, making it look so lifelike. It's like it's animation for a reason. It's supposed to be different than life. Right. You know, right. it's supposed to look different. Even it's supposed to look cartoony. Right. If you want to use real people, just use freaking real people. I don't right. get it. Uh, I mean, even with like Pixar films, they're kind of lifelike, but they still have their cartoon goodness. Like, there's no way a kid could be this fat with like, yeah. little arms. And you like, just, you like, think of Up. You know, right, like, exactly. Up is exactly what I'm thinking about right now. Or even, like, The Incredibles are doing wacky things that you can't do with real life people. Yes. So that's the way we, we want our animation, especially with people to be. So, okay. So that that already gets... <laughs> knocks it down <laughs> a little bit for Tintin. this Spielberg. But, oh uh, yeah, Tintin, Action Adventure. Uh, this guy, this boy, Tintin. <laughs> that's a hilarious <laughs> name. Yeah. There's no way that's his name. Is that really his name? Yeah. Maybe it's like Dave Tintin. But anyway, he he just <laughs> <laughs> anyway he discovers like a scroll from a, a model ship that he had, and from this scroll there's some kind of treasure. So he decides to go on this adventure. Adventure, yeah. 
and it's it kind of like it seems like a lot of action. Trailer. It seems like a yeah, lot of action. It's like him and his his, his dog. Pet dog, which is pretty cool. Yeah, because I like adventures with like their boy and their dog. Yeah, and then he meets a, a, a wacky friend later on. Um, but yeah, there's uh, if, if, I think it's going to have a very large appeal for this film. Maybe well, not towards us. I don't know. You don't think the kitties are going to want to see this? It's possible. This is my thing. Like, I give him credit for picking a really lesser known comic I think it's a comic strip I want to say it's like one of those things that were actually in the newspaper attendant mm-hmm. for all I know I may could be horribly off on that <laughs> you want me to look it up <laughs> no don't worry about it it's not important so like it's a lesser known comic of whatever sort it is so I give him credit for picking something that's lesser known to try and do and, and you know but that's also going to hurt him ticket sales wise people are not going to know who Tintin is and I mean, if you look back to A Christmas Carol, that did awful, and everybody knows what that is. So, I, I don't, I just don't think these movies have a big enough draw. Spielberg might be the name to draw in all the people. I mean, you're going to get older people going to see these movies because of it, the fact that it's Spielberg. Fact. And produced by Peter Jackson. Yes. Yes. Which is pretty cool. I know, but it disappoints me. I mean, I guess it's cool, like, for them, it's an experiment in something different. But it's not something as a viewer I want to see, and that disappoints me because I like them both. I mean, like you said, this is probably just like a new level of filmmaking that they haven't really, you know, tested and the, out. They're yet. old, so they're like want to try something different. I see them being excited about this. Yeah, you know, and I, I think I it's would the same excited. thing for Scorsese. You know, it's like he's done everything, and I mean, he is like a scientist of film. Uh, he collects film. He has like uh, uh, a college or something of films, like thousands and thousands of old films that he's restored personally and crazy stuff like that. So for him, it really is an experiment in 3D, more so than animation. Because his movie, let's talk about Hugo now. Well, I just want to say one thing before you say that. Um, I remember a couple months ago there was a Slash Film uh, article about you know, is this 3D thing just a trend? You know, is it, is it, you know, people, a lot of people are, like, angry. They're just trying to say no more 3Ds and stuff like that. And in this article, it was uh, announced that the directors of Spielberg, Scorsese, and I think Michael Bay was thrown in this. They were the ones that were actually reaching out and being, like, give give, give 3D a chance. Like, it's not, like, we don't want it to go away. They, right. they actually, and, and at the time, I didn't know these films were coming out. At the time, I'm like, why are these <laughs> directors the ones that are speaking out for 3D, you know? I was very taken aback. I was shocked because, like we said, this isn't really their forte. This is not what they're known to do. You yeah. know, they can do their dramas, they can do their thrillers, but not 3D films. I didn't really see that translating well to their past work. So now we know. <laughs> and yes, and Scorsese has one. Kind of, I would say similar in the... In the kind of similar to... Uh, the feel of Tintin. Yeah, they look like very similar movies. But it's live action, this Yes. One. And this one, it's called Hugo. The boy's name is Hugo. And he goes on an adventure as well. <laughs> I, I, what was it? Like, there's some kind he, of... His, his father, father leaves him, like, a mechanical-looking lo- skeleton uh, with a key hole, a keyhole. And he meets some girl who has the key, and they unlock the key, and then they go on an adventure. And so he's running away from Sasha Baron Cohen, who's like the evil guy, and him and his dog, <laughs> which is really funny. Uh, yeah, so this is a very action-packed movie. This is just shot, it is shot 100% in 3D. Every, I don't think they're going to release it in 2D, but who knows. They always seem to, because it's just more money in their pockets. 
But yeah, this movie looks interesting. I I think it looks better than Tintin, but then again, like I'm biased because I don't really like animated movies that mm, look like, like that. people. I'd rather watch the people, so therefore, <laughs> uh, ipso facto, I'd rather watch Hugo. Ooh, ooh. Rhyming, like rhyming. No, honestly, I would rather watch Hugo as well, just based on the trailers. Yeah. It seemed a little bit more appealing, but at the same time, they're both very kid, family friendly. And I mean, Hugo kind of reminds me of Harry Potter a little bit, um, just from the trailer. It's just got that it's kind of magical feel. Yeah, that magical it. feeling. Uh, the younger kids going on an adventure. Uh, very Harry Potter esque. Right. They just don't have wands. No. No wands. Well, you didn't see the movie yet. No death eaters. <laughs> That's true. I haven't seen the. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen the film yet. Um, and that one comes out soon. No. Does it come out this year? I feel like it does. I think it's like in November, so that's interesting. I like uh, that. Right in time for the Oscar season. I doubt it would get nominated, <laughs> but you never know. Well, this is a this is something that I want to talk about. The these two directors doing a film in 3D, and they've chosen to do family-friendly films other than you know Cameron doing an Avatar type of film. Why? Why would they? Why would they really dip their toes in 3D and just do a family film? When that pushed the envelope even more, they've always been known to to take that next step, and they are taking the next step into 3D. But then it seems like they're kind of being conservative and doing a 3D family film, like that, uh, what every 3D film essentially is. Mm. Yeah, I wish I had an answer for that question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I honestly don't know. I th- it's weird. I'm more surprised about it from Scorsese's point of view, only because you know. I was Spielberg, I was Spielberg has Spielberg had, more mainstream, but he's also dealt a lot with kids right, in his right. movies. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at like E.T., uh, Goonies. Goonies. Uh, that's really all I know. I'm just I'm thinking. <laughs> Wait, he directed the Goonies? I don't know. I just said I just repeated you, but uh, that doesn't yeah, sound I don't right. Think so for some reason, when I hear kids' movies, I think of E.T. and Goonies together. <laughs> um, I'm really I, blanking, I but I feel like he's kid, done more kids' stuff. <laughs> Who knows? And he produces everything under the sun nowadays, so... No, I would, I would agree with that. I think Spielberg is more the but mainstream... But Scorsese's movies director. always have a harder edge to them. You know, you look at, like, The Goodfellas, uh, The Departed, even Shutter Island. Yeah, it's you darker, know, you know, darker. It, it really feels like... Adult films, they're usually rated R. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And so it's it's such a... like a, That's a really... I wouldn't a even s- say, like, a, a leap. Maybe, like, something... Uh, a dive, uh, yeah. <laughs> a dive to do a PG rate. We assume it's gonna be rated PG. I don't think it said if it was rated or not, but it looks like a rated PG film. Yeah, and yeah, the three D family friendly PG film. I mean, for all we know, it could be awesome. Okay, it could be awesome. It could be awesome. And I will see Hugo, but I probably won't see Tintin. I can't say I've seen too many of those films animated like that. I have seen Polar Express. I didn't see Beowulf, I didn't see Christmas Carol, I didn't see... Beowulf is the only one I saw, and I liked it a lot because it was rated R, I think, if I remember correctly. It was a very bloody movie. Was it really good? It was really good. Interesting. There was a lot of gore, sex. It was. <laughs> there was a lot of stuff in that Beowulf. I remember movie. reading the Beowulf. It was really enjoyable. I remember reading Beowulf. The Beowulf. Beowulf. Beowulf was a good story. Yeah. But I haven't seen the movie. Um, yeah, so... I don't know who else. Who else is going to jump on this 3D bandwagon soon? If these guys are going to, do you, th- do you think this is going to create like directors? Other directors are saying like, "Hey, these guys are doing 3D. Let's try our hand at 3D now." Depends on how the box offices do, I guess. 
Because, like we said, the, the box office earnings have been down in 3D. You right. think this is going to be like the it's going to reemerge again after these two directors have been, hey, we, we're going to do 3D. Why don't you follow us? Type of thing. I want to say no, but you just hope so. Those guys have <laughs> a lot of pull in the industry, so who really knows? I, I, don't, I can't predict. If that. there was a director out there right now, who would you like to see make the next 3D movie? Well, but who do you think could could actually do something with 3D? Something like, cool with 3D? Right, because like Quentin I, Tarantino. Tarantino, I, I can see that. It could be fun. I, if he did, a th- I think it would be really cool if he did a 3D movie. That I'm not sure cool. what it would be, <laughs> but I think it would be pretty cool. It would be cool. I know that um, Robert Rodriguez is doing. Or possibly doing Sin City 2 in 3D. Mm. Which makes sense for that movie because it's very comic book and very green screen, and 3D is really not much of a leap for that kind of a film, but I am disappointed in that. <laughs> I don't. I like the movie so much, I don't care. I don't want to see it in 3D. <laughs> just, just stop with the 3D, please. This is my plea from a faithful moviegoer. Stop with the 3D already. There is, yeah, there's. I don't want to pay extra money to see a movie. Oh, I don't care about the money. You can up my ticket prices. Don't I will pay the same price for 3D as a regular film. Just stop making it. <laughs> Jeez, someone's angry over here. Unless it's movies like Val- My Bloody Valentine. <laughs> that was hilarious. I don't want to see and it in 3D. And Piranha 3D, <laughs> which I am excited for the sequel, Piranha 3D. There is a sequel to that. And there? Shark 3D, or whatever that is. Shark Knight 3D. Oh really? Coming out, yeah. Huh. It's a movie in the same vein as Piranha 3D. So that looks. Final exciting. Destination Five is in 3D. I know. I can, I gotta see those movies too. Awesome. So we're saying horrible horror movies. If they should do be it, for, if they do it as a gimmick and it's meant to be and the it's gimmick, like fun in that sense. I, I'm all for Are it. You okay? Yeah, I thought I cut myself, but I oh, didn't. Oh yeah, you I looked at your hand like. I thought I got a splinter from your chair, but I didn't. Oh man, I'm sorry if that's the case. Cricket. <laughs> Alright, well I guess we'll take a short break and we'll be back with the flick chart. Battle the R Vizzles. Uh. Got no car, so I got no soul. Life in prison, no parole, no control. Rude, I got my number on a wiretap. Cause I jacked for Sibilac. Fuck a Cadillac, so fine. One motive, no hope, cause every sidewalk and walk is like a tightrope. Yes, I know my deadline, sire. We're my life requires, I'm sentencing for Salmon of the Wild Wire. Well, welcome back. It's now time for the flick shot battle, 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 battle. Um, if you've never watched, watched. If you've never listened to our podcast before, or watched flick chart, which is www.flickchart.com, one word, is a website that compares two movies side by side, and you get to choose which one's better. And it keeps a catalog of those movies and lets you know what your favorite really is. So far, our combined favorite is The Godfather. Just a few. Oh yeah, that's right. Curious. That's oh wow. Saw is way too high up there. <laughs> we have not flick charted. Saw <laughs> is beating Forrest Gump at this point, <laughs> which does not should not happen. Wow, that is. We're gonna have to change that one day. <laughs> All right, our first matchup is Young Frank. Young. Young sounds weird. Young. Young Frankenstein versus High Fidelity. What are you picking here? This is kind of a tough one for me. You know. I don't remember particularly loving High Fidelity. It was okay. I I'm not a big fan I of John Cusack. I don't remember too much about... Oh, you're crazy. I know, I know you like John Cusack. I'm not a big fan of him. 
I'm gonna go with Frankenstein. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Mr. Boy. Oh, why did Come on. I, do, I like doing that. I'm gonna get a coin. So, right our here. next uh, matchup is Seven versus the Princess Bride. Another good matchup. Really? Because I'm easily picking I'm Seven. I'm picking Seven, too, but I mean, Princess <laughs> Bride is like a classic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> Dodgeball versus Jurassic Park 3. Dodgeball. Uh, Jurassic Park 3. Okay. Did not like Dodgeball. Really? You yeah. didn't like Dodgeball? No, not really. Why not? That was stupid. Tails. Really? Jurassic Park 3 wins. What about Jurassic Park 4 coming out, Michael? I kind of am excited for that. I did not like the last two Jurassic Parks. There's a chance I What was wrong with Jurassic see. Park 2? No, that wasn't that bad. It wasn't that good. It's not memorable. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it. <laughs> Star Wars versus Con Air. Wow. It's going to be Star Wars. It's the first one, right? Yes. Okay, then Star Wars. But I just wanted to make sure. Big Lebowski versus The Italian Job. I'm picking The Italian Job. I'm Over not Big Lebowski? I'm not a big fan of you The Lebowski. You like Italian Job way too much. There's another <laughs> movie that you picked over Italian Job, and I'm like, what? No, it's, it's not that good of a It's film. just like, I think The Big Lebowski is is very overrated film. What's I think, so good about it? I think it? it is overrated, but it's still a good film. What What's good about it? It's just the whole, the whole, like... It's just insane, the mystery of it all, and then, like, the ending is pretty cool. And just the dude is one of, like, the funniest and awesome characters. I don't think he's that funny. Oh, you don't think he's funny? I don't think he's funny. I didn't get it. I didn't just like him drinking his white Russians all the time. <laughs> he's just, like, in the bowling maybe, aspects Maybe I hilarious. need to watch that movie again. <laughs> all right, we're flipping another coin. Well, let, let's just stop. I'll pick the big Lebowski. <laughs> I feel... Feel bad. <laughs> it's not like the Italian job was some masterpiece, so. <laughs> Alright, next is American Psycho versus Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. We're both picking American Psycho. <laughs> what is wrong with you today? <laughs> I don't even want to play Terror Battle with you anymore. Oh, the Water Boy versus Batman, the 1989 version with Jack Nicholson. The Tim Burton one. Um, <laughs> this is kind of a shitty matchup. I kind of like the Water Boy though. Gatorade, I like the Water Boy. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't, I haven't watched it in a really long time, and there's no really need for me to watch. I've seen it on, and I never really left it on. But I would never really watch Batman either again. So what are you gonna pick? I'm picking the Water Boy. Yeah. Like you, like you said, they were both on TV, and I had to pick one. It would be the Water Boy. American History X versus Toy Story Two. Wow, that's a matchup. Right I don't, there. I don't even know. These things are so different from each other. <laughs> oh my god! It's like, do I want to watch a feel-good, you know, comedy type of animation film, or do I want, film, do I want to depress the shit out of me? <laughs> but it's just excellent, and it's in all of its aspects. Ah. Okay. Who, well, who, who directed American History X? Do you have any idea? I don't know. You want me to look it up? Is that yeah, really I'm going to be curious. a deciding factor? I'm just curious to so see. Talk about Toy Story Two, Michael. How did you? I feel like it's my uh, least favorite of the three, but it's like right. It's like it's like favorite and then favorite A and B. Like <laughs> part. It is no like I'd one, agree. two, or three. Yeah, I'd agree with that statement. I'm sorry, guys. Ooh, Ooh, someone's tired. I'm, I'm yawning. Tony K. I don't even know who that is. Let what me, else is he directed? Click on his name on the I am. Wow, wow. <laughs> this picture of this guy—he looks ridiculous. He's got a massive beard and glasses. Please, please look up Tony K on IMDb right now. Oh my god! You will not regret. 
going to IMDb and searching Tony K. Oh my this god. Picture, what a picture. I wanna I wanna blow this picture up and put it and hang it on my wall. It's oh my god. Wow. I'm I'm going to be Tony K for Halloween. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Alright, he's directed Wow. <laughs> Nothing. Wow, that really? is outstanding. That uh, such a great film like American History X, which technically was his first movie yes. ever di- ever directed, and he hasn't done anything noteworthy since. I've never heard of any of these movies. Not any of them. Lake of Fire, Snowblind, Lobby Lobster, Blackwater <laughs> Transit. Detachment sounds familiar. Can you click on that one? What is it? It's a 2011 film. I don't know if it even came out yet. No, but it's starring Brian Cranston. That gives it a little bit of... And Lucy Liu. Interesting cast here. James Caan. It's got a good cast. It doesn't even have a movie poster. But it's got a, <laughs> a rating of 8.2 with four reviews. Chronicle of three weeks in the lives of several high school teachers, administrators, and students as seen through the eyes of a substitute teacher. Weird. That sounds interesting. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry to go on that tangent, but yeah. that... That did result some hilarious. That was you guys. If you haven't yet, please go to IMDb and search. What was his name? <laughs> Tony K. Tony K. All right. Um. That being said, American History X was an awesome film, but it's one really tough to watch. At the same time, uh, I mean, I'm going to pick Toy Story two for the just just the uh, the basis that I mean, I I feel like they're both excellent films. But uh, I would rather rewatch Toy Story 2, and I have dozens of times. Well, I I would rather rewatch. Re- <laughs> can't talk. I would rather rewatch. That's a hard. Rather rewatch uh, American History X. <laughs> this podcast tonight has officially gone to shit. <laughs> I blame the storm. Where is the storm? It's gone. I don't think it's stormed yet. Okay, so we're gonna flip a coin. Yes. Flip it, dip. Tales it is. Toy Story 2 defeats. Lion King versus Scream. Lion King. Boom. Mission Impossible 2 versus Beetlejuice. Mission Impossible 2. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Last, Last Samurai versus Finding Nemo. What a matchup. The Last Samurai versus Finding Nemo. Two movies that were out in 2003. Wow, I did not know they came out the same year. <laughs> now, if we were going by a traditional, which would I rather watch? I'd rather watch Finding Nemo because it's just going to make me laugh. I think it's one of the funniest movies ever made. <laughs> I can't stop laughing right now, though. As far as quality, though, Last Samurai is so epic. Is very epic, and and I think is a really really good mo- movie. Possibly also very underrated because I think I would say it's underrated. I would say not too many people have seen it. Mm-hmm. Or they're just shy. Either they they just they just don't want to watch it because maybe Tom Cruise is in it, or maybe right. because they don't understand why is it called The Last Samurai and Tom Cruise is starring in it. Right, they right. don't understand what the movie's about at all. But it is an excellent film. Edward Zwick is a director of that film, and he does excellent political war thrillers. Also, Ken Watanabe is in it, and he's a he's, he's awesome in anything he's in. <laughs> I think we had to discuss it where we just him talk. we like any movie that he's in. <laughs> <laughs> he has not picked a bad movie. Uh, that being said, this what is a tough gonna pick decision. Here? Oh, man. I think whatever you pick, I'm going to side with you. Oh, my God. Don't say that. <laughs> that is... I don't like that. <laughs> Unless you pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is a really tough one. Um, I'm just going to say I will pick The Last Samurai. Oh, that was what I wanted. Yay. Okay. 
I mean, Finding Nemo is by far one of my favorite Pixar films, but Last Samurai is just on another level for me. We got Seven versus AI and inter- artificial intelligence. Uh, seven. seven. Yep. The second time I saw Seven so far. Untouchables versus Borat. I haven't seen the Untouchables. Me neither. We have to pick a new movie. Or I might have. I just doesn't ring a bell. Right. The Incredible Hulk versus Borat. I would pick Borat. Borat is yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Borat is so good. It's really good too. The Godfather versus Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Wow. <laughs> um, I, you're all gonna call me crazy, but Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind is a personal favorite right, right, of right, mine, right, right, and I'm gonna pick it. I mean, that, see, I'm, I'm like, I'm torn. I like Eternal better, but I do believe Godfather's a better movie. But I'm like, so like, what am I, what am I choosing based on? What do I think is better? What do I like better? I forgot what flick chart even means. <laughs> <laughs> Which would you rather Which watch? Which would be like a definition. <laughs> Which would I rather watch? Yeah. It just, I, I honestly, it would depend on my mood. The Godfather There's is... There's something about Eterno, though, that pisses me off sometimes. Really? Yeah. I don't know what that could be. I don't know. I kind of... I want to smack Clementine in the face sometimes. Mm. Just, I feel like... I mean, it's a great movie all around. A great an ensemble cast, too. Oh, amazing. I'm going to pick Godfather, though. So I'm gonna flip Fair enough. Side. Fair enough. You've been flipping all tales, so... Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I jinxed myself. The Godfather won. The Big Ooh, Lebowski again versus Men in Black 2. Uh, I was not uh, a big fan of Men in Black 2. So <laughs> the Big, big Lebowski, Lebowski wins by default. <laughs> Transformers versus Watchmen. Watchmen every time. <laughs> every time against Transformers. Yeah. <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back versus Million Dollar Baby. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Right. Million Dollar Baby, great movie. A little bit too depressing for my life. Yeah. The, the Mummy Returns. Returns versus As Good As It Gets. And as Mike said before, he did not really like As Good As It Gets. Nope. I remember you saying that. It so doesn't get very good. But are you going to choose Mummy Returns over that? Yes. Interesting. I didn't think The Mummy Returns was a bad film. I'm going to still choose As Good As It Gets. We're flipping again. Alright. I won't be disappointed. As Good As It Gets won. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why like, I'm showing them. This Hulk. is the 2003 the Hulk. The Angly Hulk. Versus Catch Me If You Can. I like the Hulk, but I cannot not pick Catch Me If You Can. DiCaprio and Hanks. Look at that. That Look movie that. is awesome. So good, so good. Memento versus Toy Story 2. Why what is Toy Story 2 having such horrible <laughs> matchups? <laughs> I'm not going to think about it as much this time. I'm going Memento. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's, a, it's tough, though. It is very it's really tough. tough. It's just that... Uh, what was the other one that we had matched up against Toy Story 2? I, I can't remember. Was it Last Time, right? Yes. Again, like, I know they're better movies, and, you know, they're more epic in its own scale, but Toy Story 2 is just so likable. It's hard It's hard to pick against Toy Story 2 two times in a row. But if it was Toy Story 1, it would win. I would agree with that. Yeah. Or if it was Toy Story 3. Oh, I would definitely I agree. think it would win. Yeah. Okay, Memento it is. <laughs> it's a Wonderful Life versus Terminator 3. I love It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, classic right there. It's a great movie. Lethal Weapon versus The Lion King. Lion King. Look at that. That's an adorable picture. Aww. Lion King it is. Fargo. I have not seen it. Versus Stranger Than I watched fiction. 14 minutes of it the other day. <laughs> Why 14? Because I got interrupted and then I had to leave. Alright. <laughs> okay, so, um, we'll just, want to skip it or? We'll just hit Haven't Seen It. Oh, well, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Or you want me to just do this for now, since I have seen it. You can pick. 
I really like Strangers in Fiction, but Fargo is better. American Psycho, I guess Jurassic Park 3. Wasn't, why are wasn't we getting repeats? Wasn't this matchup we had? There wasn't, wasn't a matchup. Okay, we got well, American Psycho is what we're yeah, picking. Yeah. Moulin Rouge versus Fantastic Four. Moulin Rouge. Yeah. I mean, Fantastic I Four was just horrible. He doesn't, you don't even like Moulin Rouge. Huh. But. <laughs> Shrek 2 versus From Dusk to Dawn. From Dusk to Dawn. Yeah, definitely. I'm liking that poster, too. Yeah, it's a good poster. What do we have next? Blade Runner versus Batman Returns. Well, we both hate Blade Runner, so... I still haven't gotten through Blade Runner, but I don't like Batman Returns either. <laughs> well, I'm picking Batman Returns. By That's default, a, I didn't Danny DeVito's in that one, and he's cool with me. <laughs> Gangs of New York versus Night at the Museum. I go Gangs of New York. Gangs it is. Cars versus Die Another Day, James Bond style. Uh, Cars? I... I I would have to pick Cars by default. I don't as well. even remember anything really from that Die Hard. I would of the say day that's for most Bond movies for me. <laughs> They're not very. Uh, yeah. American History X versus Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. American or, History. Yeah. And this is the this is the not the original. Not Willy Wonka, but Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Grindhouse. Which Ooh, that means both movies. That is, they can't do that. <laughs> they are doing it. <laughs> Alright, well, it's easily winning versus another Bond movie, The World Is Not Enough. <laughs> Meet the Parents versus Van Helsing. Meet the Parents, I guess. And you didn't really like those movies. No. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets versus Forrest Gump. Uh, Gump Forrest it up. Gump. Gump Hello. it up. Million Dollar Baby versus Air Force One. Million Dollar Baby. Uh, I don't, wait, I don't Air know. Force One? Air Force One was pretty good. Get off my I do like me some Harrison Ford, but I gotta go Million Dollar Baby. Ooh, Her uh, Air Force One was just so entertaining. Million Dollar Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Platoon versus Star Wars Episode Two. Um, Platoon. Yes, yes, Platoon. Big with a bizarre poster. I don't get the poster. I don't either. Uh, versus Black Hawk Down. I remember liking Black Hawk Down. This but that's about it. <laughs> I was a big, big. has made a b bigger impression <laughs> in my oh. life. Ocean's Eleven versus Watchmen. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, I would agree. I like I Watchmen. You took long too long. Way too long. Yeah. You, I think you like Ocean's Eleven a little bit too much then. I hated Ocean's Twelve. <laughs> 2001 A Space Odyssey versus Ice Age. Oh, poor Ice Age. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that monolith right there. I like it. Alright, we're picking we're yeah, 2001. Pulp Fiction versus Sweeney Todd. Pulp, Pulp Fiction. Up. War of the Worlds versus 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys. <laughs> Aliens versus Gladiator. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a feeling you're going to pick Gladiator. Feeling? Definitely. Right. But Aliens is amazing. Amazing film. Gladiator. Nice. I like the... Uh, it's, it's a Wonderful Life versus Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful Life. Okay. I'm in for that. <laughs> Alien 3 versus Wizard of Oz. Oh, the Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Minority Report versus The Chronicles of Narnia. The first one. Minority Report. Agreed. Hannibal versus Wally. 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 Blade Runner versus Ratatouille. 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 Stranger Than Fiction versus Hook. Wow. This is a this is a good good matchup. Um, I gotta go Hook. 
Really? Really? <laughs> I'm surprised that you are surprised that I'm picking Hook. I love Stranger Than Fiction. I really thought you... Didn't you like buy a special edition movie because you like it so much? I love Stranger Than Fiction. You have no idea. But <laughs> Hook is awesome. <laughs> awesome movie. I mean, it's just so ch- so playful, so childish, and just so great. Rufio, Rufio. <laughs> Again, I would probably rather watch Hook. That decides it. End of discussion. But I might like Stranger Than Ship Fiction more. Uh, okay, no, Hook. It can't, it's hard to pick against Hook. Heat versus Juno. Heat. <laughs> <laughs> Full Metal Jacket versus No Country for Old Men. Oh my god. That's a good matchup. I I love No Country for Old Men, but I gotta go Full Metal Jacket. That movie's amazing. That is really good. I'm going No Country for Old Men, though. Get the fuck out of here. Just because Watch I have my a, language. Just because please. I have a coin in here and I have faith that No Country's going to win. What? How can No, no. I'm, I really do like No Country for Old Men. Better than Full Metal Jacket? I would say Full so. Full Metal Jacket? I would say so. Wow. I would say so. I, you are losing a lot of respect <laughs> for me right here. I'm still not over what you picked last <laughs> week. <laughs> you picked Planet of the Apes, <laughs> the new one. <laughs> I guess Shakespeare in Love, Academy Award winning film. <laughs> We're flipping this coin. <laughs> Damn it. No Country for Old Men won. Hook again versus Life of Brian. Hook. 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 Mars Attack versus Troy. Crack, 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 crack. The alien sound gets me all the time. It gets me every time. Uh, I don't remember <laughs> Troy too well. I remember liking it, so I guess I'd have to go Mars Attacks. But I, I, I just don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't gonna, remember Troy that much. I'm gonna pick Troy. I think it was a little bit better. Uh, that's fine. So Either way, I'm happy with yeah. the blood, blood wins here, and Troy wins. You're only flipping fucking tails. Well, calm down over oh, here. Man, Wayne's World versus American History X is coming up every time. I, know, I don't know why it's not higher on our top 20. I'm picking American History X. Yeah. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, part of time. Excellent. Eyes Wide Shut versus Spider-Man 3. Eyes Wide Shut. Yes, agreed. But I don't really know if I understood that movie. <laughs> I still don't know. Yeah. <laughs> men no, in Black versus The Day After Tomorrow. Men in Black. Men in Black. Here come the Men in Black. Ace Ventura When Nature Calls versus Ocean's 13. I don't think I've seen 13, honestly. Uh, well, I, then I'm going to pick Ace Ventura for us. Okay. Agreed. The Sound of Music versus The Incredibles. I've never seen The Sound of Music. Really? Yeah, I, I have no... It's pretty yearning good. To see I it. think you would like it. No, I yes. would say you would definitely like oh, it. It's man. a lot more suspenseful than you expect. I just think it's kids running around in a field all day. You know what's it about, right? <laughs> no idea. No idea. And I don't want to know. I swear it's just kids in a field singing. <laughs> the sound of music. I'm going to say right now, but you have to watch. No, you please watch it, and I know you're going to like it. Okay? All right. I know you would like it okay. if you ever give it a chance. Oh, good call. Um, that being said, so what are we picking? <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't seen The Sound of Music. These are really two hard films to compare, because I think Incredibles I think The Sound of Music, awesome. I, I haven't seen it, and I think it's got to be better than The Incredibles. I really do like it. You still, yeah, you don't like The Incredibles that much. I remember no, that, I right? don't, no. <clears throat> I mean, I'm going to pick Sound of Music, but Incredibles is still awesome. Still awesome. Um, Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> versus Meet the Fockers. Die Hard with a Vengeance. My favorite. Die my favorite hard. Die Hard. 
Jerry Maguire versus The Graduate. Ooh. Um, the Graduate. Um, yeah, The Graduate. <laughs> X-Men versus Road to Perdition. Road to Perdition. Love yes, that movie. Awesome if movie. I've never said it before, I love that movie. <laughs> Charlie's Angels versus Fear and Loathing. Have and you Lost seen Vegas. Fear and Loathing? Yes. I have not. <laughs> We're getting a lot of movies I haven't seen today. That's, that's kind of hard. We're Fear and Loathing. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves <laughs> versus Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. One. Kevin Costa. Did you hear the, uh, the, the casting notes on the, the new Quentin film? And Karen Costner's in it now. Why? Who dropped out? No one. He's, they, oh, he just added to it. I love Kevin Costner. <laughs> yeah. But it's gonna be. It's weird because I think Kevin Costner and Leo DiCaprio, two people that n- normally play good people or good guys, they're playing bad guys in well, this movie. I know Kevin Costner's played bad guys before. I don't know that Leo has. Right. Right. I can't even name too many. I mean, even well, in I know that Brooks, I would still say that wasn't bad guy. I mean, he's a bad guy because he's like a serial killer and all. But like, I don't know. Definitely, I kind of like definitely a bad guy. I kind of like, like this guy. <laughs> and he was he was great. He had the uh, the two lives. Did you like that out. movie? I thought it was very interesting. I thought, I thought it was really good. I it was, it was very uh, surprising to me. It was surprising. I can't say I loved it though. Mm. I say it was it was unique and I liked it for that aspect. Fair enough. Blade versus Apollo thirteen. Apollo thirteen. Oh well, yes, but I do like Blade. Apollo thirteen is awesome. Mystic River versus The Departed. Wow. Uh, I'm going The Departed, and I know I'm probably choosing that way too fast. But yes, way too. Fast. As far as like rewatchability, I would rather I would watch The Departed. A hundred times for every ten times I've seen Mystic River. Surprisingly, I have seen Mystic River a lot more times than The Departed. Well, it's been out longer. Does that make any difference? <laughs> <laughs> Even since The Departed came out, I've watched Mystic River more. Um, I don't know. They're both just awesome. They're awesome in different ways, though. Yeah. I would easily say Departed is a lot more enjoyable. I guess I'll go with The Departed. Yeah. Well. Knocked Up versus The Wizard of Oz. Knocked, I mean, Wizard of Oz. You've been doing that a lot. Why? <laughs> Maybe my brain's trying to tell me something. <laughs> Monty Python and the Holy Grail versus Jurassic Park. I cannot... I refuse to compare these two movies to each other. <laughs> How are you going to pick? I don't know. I'm picking Monty Python. That easily. Wasn't that easy? <laughs> <laughs> it took you like three seconds. But like you said with the other one, I'm not going to think too much about it. And I'm just going to pick Monty Python. I, I would assume you're going to pick I'm gonna Jurassic, Jurassic Park. I'm going to pick Jurassic Park. Right. I'm going to pick yeah. Jurassic Park. I kind of hope it's Jurassic Park, just so you're happy. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's make this one our last one. Fargo versus South <laughs> <laughs> Well, well alright. <laughs> one more. <laughs> I'm picking Fargo, by the way. Okay. Okay. Cruel Intentions versus Scream. I gotta go Scream. Yeah, I'm gonna go Scream. <laughs> let's do one more. Oh, let's see. Shrek 2 versus the Green Mile. Green, Green Mile. Mile. Let's, let's go until we get a hard one. <laughs> Spider-Man versus the Transformers. Crashes. Spider-Man. Yeah, Transformers is garbage. Die Hard 2 versus Phone Booth. Phone Booth, right? I would rather see Phone Booth. Yeah. Win. <laughs> Mars Attacks. <laughs> versus <laughs> Born Supremacy. Born. <laughs> yeah. Little Miss Sunshine versus Batman Returns. Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. Kung Fu Panda versus Sleepy Hollow. I go Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, with Sleepy Hollow. Nice. That's up. Constantine versus Zoolander. 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 
V for Vendetta versus Austin Powers. V, v for Vendetta. <laughs> Dead Poet Society versus Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead Poet Society. Society. Oh, Captain, my Captain. Superbad versus Hook. 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 I really enjoy oh, Superbad. Get <laughs> out of here. I really it's not that good. I mean, it's good. I really Highly overrated movie. Superbad. Ugh. Well, I guess this will be our last one, folks. Because <laughs> I'm going to storm out of here. I kind of want to see that. I might have to pick it on purpose now. Uh-huh. I think I'm gonna... No, alright, I'll go with Hook. <laughs> nice. I can't see this. Alright, well that does it for our flick chart battle for today. And, uh... Thank yeah. you for listening. Thank this you. was our 24th episode. We'll be back next week. Let's give our information out. Oh, www.facebook.com backslash... Is it backslash or forward slash? Backslash on the movie front. You just have front. to say slash though. That's like the normal slash, slash on the movie front, right? You don't see. You don't go to backslash film. You go to slash film. That's true. Um, yes, that's our Facebook. Please become our friends or like us or follow us or something. I don't know how that works anymore, but we keep on throwing updates on there when we, whenever we can. Yep. And we need more listeners. So more tell your friends. Listeners. Tell your friends and your mom. And your mom's friends. And your okay. Or your or your mom could tell her friends unless you're close to. Your mom's friends. Yeah. Which is a little weird. That is anyway, weird. we also have a blog that would be otmf-podcast.blogspot.com. That's where we post all of our podcast episodes and, and you know, the, the show notes and the, the wrap-up. We also have an email address. Please write to us because we get lonely sometimes and we like to read emails. Our email address is on the movie front at hotmail.com. Woohoo! Alrighty then. So, well, thank you for listening once again. We will be back next week with some more movie reviews, and I think next week will be August already. Yes. August. Yes. Any interesting movie releases in August that you are really excited to see, Michael? No. <laughs> Did we mention what's coming out next week in the theaters? Crazy Stupid Love and um, something else. Something else. Damn it. Something it, else that was good, too. Oh, oh, oh. It's on the tip of my tongue. Wait, hold on. Don't end the edifice. I'm not going to edit, but I'm just going uh, to look it up in case you can't figure uh, it out. My brain is, is working really hard. <laughs> working very, very hard. Stupid. Cowboys and aliens. All right, there Got them. <laughs> Those are the two... Actually, going to be a very good weekend, I feel. Um, I actually... I'm very... Yeah, I would say so. Okay. And, move, and just generally... Yeah, these, they plan these movies out way too close to each other they clusterfuck them yeah <laughs> <laughs> they clusterfuck the movies I really want to see Crazy Stupid Love I think this is right I'm up my alley I'm, I'm, I'm in let's go see it ooh let's make it a date no oh, oh, no, you can't. unless you buy the popcorn <laughs> <laughs> alright uh, I think we gotta sign off now yes <laughs> after that please anyway yeah come back and tell your friends and Ch your mom y'all come back now you hear <laughs> <laughs>